Trying to book a state and federal campground can be a real pain in the you-know-what. There's an emerging solution to alert you to vacancies, and we've got all the details. Welcome to RV Out West. I'm your host, Brooks. My family of fours base camp is located in the beautiful Pacific Northwest, and our RV adventures radiate out from there. Please, grab a mug of coffee and join us as we discuss RVing around the American West. From sweet camping spots, gear and equipment, to tips and tricks, we've got you covered. We are RV Out West. The reservation game for state and federal campgrounds is always a challenge. You need to plan six to seven months in advance and then be ready at 7 a.m. to get a spot for the time you want. If it's a holiday weekend, forget about it. It's even more stressful. But guess what? Life happens. People cancel their sites and vacancies open up. What if you could say goodbye to sold-out campgrounds? Well, now you can set multiple alerts for your favorite campground and get notified when there's a cancellation. From your favorite campground, you can even drill down to a specific site number. And Camper Alerts has the answer. In this episode, we chat with the founder and developer, Thomas Vaughn. You can learn more about them at CamperAlerts.com. Thank you, Thomas, for joining us here on RV Out West. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I grew up in Tennessee originally and uh, was not much of an outdoors person because of the humidity and the heat there. Moved with my family to the Pacific Northwest in 2016 and fell in love with the outdoors because I could actually breathe in it. Um, So that was nice. And started camping around the beginning of the pandemic. I got my wife hooked on it. What's the story there? So at the beginning of the pandemic, we were all in lockdown and itching to get outside. So I said, hey, let's go camping. I didn't think she was not really an outdoors person. I didn't think she would do it. And she did. Loved it, even though it was raining. And uh, started looking for, okay, when can we go camping again? She wanted to go the next weekend. Uh, And that's kind of how Camper Alerts was born because we quickly found out it's really hard to find campsites uh, around the, the Pacific Northwest. Were you tent camping, RV camping? Uh, tent camping at the time, yes. Okay, cool. What's the story that led to you creating Camper Alerts? Sure. So like I said, she wanted to go camping the next weekend. So I started looking what are campgrounds near us that we can go camp at. And everything was booked up, found out, oh, you pretty much can't camp anywhere around here if you didn't get online six months ago at 7 a.m. and book a campsite. So because I'm a software developer, uh, I thought, I bet I bet people have to cancel their reservations at some point for various reasons. Life happens. I wondered if there was a way that I could find out when that happened so that I could book it. Started looking into it, looked at the different reservation sites that we used and found ways to identify those cancellations and then email myself just to let me know that there was an availability. Well, and that's great because it is true. It is very much a frustrating game of reservations for state and you know, county campgrounds, et cetera. Can you explain to me without going into too much detail, kind of how it works? Uh, sure. So each reservation site is different and and it currently works with five different reservation sites. So there's recreation.gov, which is covers most of your federal national parks, U.S. forests, uh, most of the federal lands. Recreation.gov covers most of Yellowstone, but there are five campgrounds in Yellowstone that are on a completely separate website. Uh, so it works with that as well, because we were looking at going to Yellowstone one summer. Uh, it works with the Washington State Park System, Reserve America, which does a lot of state parks, including Oregon, and Reserve California, which does all of the, the state park system in California. And each one is different. Some have official APIs that I can use to 
request availability and then compare that to the dates that I want to go. And then each one varies as to how I can check their system. Almost every weekend that we camped in 2020 and 2021 was a result of, of what I had written back then, which has become camper alerts. I can request a specific site number within a campground and then camper alerts will alert me by email or by text, depending on which tier I'm at, hey, that your site is available. What if I don't care about the site number per se? All I know is as an RVer, I want electricity and water. Can I be open to just that or do I need a site number? So you don't need a site number. Uh, the, the lowest tier of alert doesn't let you choose a site number. And then even with the upper tiers, you don't have to choose a site number. And if you don't, it will check, it, it will alert you when any site becomes available. One of the things, and I think we're going to talk about it in a bit, is that right now there's not too much RV specific built into it. And that's because we were tent camping when I started this, uh, but I'm already working on some updates that will allow me to do things like let you filter by, does the site have hookups? What's the length restriction on the on that site? other RV specific restrictions. Oh, that's great. Okay. So that's kind of round two of 2.0 camper alerts. Is that something you're currently working on? Right. I'm, I'm currently working on, basically I have to collect all of that data about each one of the campgrounds and each one of the campsites. And at that point I can add in the filtering. And so I'm, I'm in the collecting data phase right now. Uh, and I'm also, as I'm not currently an RVer, I am trying to figure out what it is I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know. Uh, what what I, I know some specifics like water, uh, electricity hookups, length restrictions. Is Camper Alerts currently available as an app or is it an online web-based program only? Right now, it's just an online web-based. Uh, it, it is built with mobile use in, in mind so that you can use it easily on a, on a phone. Okay, well, as long as it's mobile responsive, that's good. Yeah. Can you explain what the differences are in your pricing tiers? Sure. Primarily, the reason I charge is because running a website like this is not necessarily cheap. There are servers involved. There are charges that I think most people don't realize. Every time I send an email, every time I send a text message, uh, there are charges associated with that. Um, so it, 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 does, it does have some costs associated with it, and that's what the alert fees are, are meant to cover. Um, so I want to keep those as low as possible. We have three different types of alerts. The basic is $2. That alert checks once an hour for any availabilities. It will email you if it finds an availability. And that email will include, uh, depending on which reservation system it's coming from, it will include a list of the sites that are available and a link to reserve that site. Uh, Camper Alerts does not handle any reservations. We don't reserve a site for you. And we don't guarantee that like there could be five other people getting that same email because they have the same alert set up. It's imperative that you act quickly to reserve that site, uh, but the email will have all the details you need. Uh, one exception to that would be the Yellowstone, the five sites for Yellowstone that are on their own separate website. You can't reserve a specific site. It's not even possible on their website. Uh, so the email will just say, hey, there's an availability. Here's a link to the website to go reserve. Okay. Um, so that's the basic alert. The advanced alert is $3. It checks every 30 minutes. And it has an option to specify one site if you if you have a specific site that you have your heart set on. What if I do have a site that I'm like, oh, this is my favorite site in this particular campground. But you know what? I'm playing last minute with the Memorial Weekend. So I'll take any site. Can I say I want site 13? But if anything comes open up, I'll take it. Well, no. So on the advanced, you you have the option to specify one site. 
So if it's four out and you want to say only let me know if 13 becomes available, then you can choose 13. If it's last minute and you say, you know what, I want anything, you just don't check uh, any of the sites. Gotcha. And it will send you a, send you an alert if uh, any site becomes available. Okay. Sure. Fair. Yep. Uh, and then the pro alert is $5. That alert checks every 15 minutes. You have the option to specify up to five sites that you wanted to check uh, if you want to limit it to that. It also lets you choose between email or a text message for the alert. Uh, if you get a text message, it it will have, obviously, it's not going to have links to all the sites like the email does, but it does have a link to a specific page on our website that has all of those links. So basically, it, it, it will show you what the email would have shown you. Okay. Uh, and then finally, it lets you choose two different date ranges. So the way I've used this is, let's say it's Memorial Day weekend, and I could camp three nights, but I could do Friday to Monday, or I could do Thursday to Sunday, or maybe I could do two nights or three nights. It, it lets you be flexible with your dates, or I can camp this weekend or next weekend. You can choose both and see which one becomes available uh, and book that. So it gives you a little more flexibility there. That's great. And those pricing structures, are those a monthly pricing or is it $3 a particular weekend or particular campsite? Right. This, this is for a single alert. So if you, I've got people that have set alerts right now that are for May of this year. Let's say that you're checking for Memorial Day weekend of 2023. If you create that alert right now and say you choose the advance, that's $3. You pay $3. It will check from now until it finds uh, an availability. It's it's not a monthly charge. It's not a recurring charge. It's once per alert. Yeah. So now tell me, what were some of the obstacles that you kind of had to overcome in putting this all together? Biggest was just dealing with the different sites and how they all work differently. And some are easier to work with and some are not that uh, I think I mentioned recreation.gov has its own API and API is just a way that a developer can interact with mm -hmm. data on a site. And uh, working with that site is fairly easy because they purposely made it possible and encouraged it. The other sites can be a little more difficult. Another obstacle is that sometimes those sites change. Washington State Parks, I think, is the one that changed who was managing their sites and their data. Uh, Reserve California did as well. Um, so basically had to rework all of that logic to make it continue to work. So there, there's some maintenance involved, making sure that updates that they make don't break. Can you share with us a lesson about maybe what you learned about yourself in the process of creating Camper Alerts? That's a great question. When I decided to turn this into a product that other people could use, I knew that it was going to take a lot of work. And so I had to ask myself, okay, why, why am I actually doing this? You know, but part of the reason was I wanted a better interface for myself to use <laughs> because the way I had it set up was not easy to use. Um, but I, you know, I did a lot of thinking about that and I, I learned the the why behind I, why I was doing this. Um, and that was, I kept seeing people, whether it was on camping related Reddits or other places complaining that they couldn't get campsites. And it wasn't just some random person. It wasn't a, an individual complaining about this. This was somebody saying, hey, I, I really want to take my family camping and I couldn't do it. I, my kids were so excited about going camping and I couldn't make it happen because everything was booked up and I wasn't on this website six months ago uh, booking this at 7 a.m. Uh, so I think just learning that there was a great reason to do this beyond just my own family being able to, to find a campsite. I want to uh, circle back now a little bit. So uh, you were born and raised in Tennessee, 
but I always love to hear people's stories about what brought you out to Washington State. And then specifically, you know, I know you're kind of down there along the Columbia River area. So kind of what was the draw for you? I mean, Washington State's a big state. So what was the draw to that particular area for you and your family? Sure. So I, my wife, um, I met in Tennessee and we got married uh, 2013. And she was having some health issues that uh, required us to move uh, for various reasons. And Portland, Oregon, and then Washington State, just kind of in general, were a couple of places we were looking at. She was the one who did the research, found Camas, Washington, which is just across the river from Portland, Oregon, right next to Vancouver, Washington. And it's a it's a small town. So it's got that really neat uh, downtown Main Street kind of spot where you've got all the little shops and the little restaurants. And we have amazing local events that are fun to go to and uh, we fell in love with this area when i found out that it was an hour and a half from mount hood where i could go snowboarding uh, i fell in love with the area and uh so in 2016 we made the move we, we visited in june because uh, she had never been out here before she loved it and a month later we were living here that's wonderful so rving this now you guys have been doing it sounds like tent camping and are you now leaning into getting an rv tell me a bit about that sure we are we've been talking about it for probably a couple of years now and we've wavered between do we want to sell everything and travel full-time do we want to uh that kind of scares my wife i would i would do it tomorrow we're looking at travel trailers i said what if we bought something to use on the weekends and then maybe took some longer trips with it to see just how much do we love this how much you know it is a week okay to spend in it, but we don't want to spend a month in it. Uh, those kind of questions. So that's what we're working on right now. Yeah, that's exciting. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? This could be camping related or not. Something general in terms of in terms of work, but life, and also is just to put yourself in someone else's shoes. Um, I know as I manage a team of developers and. I try before I make any kind of decision, whether it's giving criticism to someone or uh, or explaining a task, anything at all, to say, okay, if, if I was on the other end of this conversation, how would I want this to go? Uh, what, how, what could the tone be that would make me not take this the wrong way? Uh, what could be said so that I took this the way that I'm in, in, intending it to be taken, if that makes sense? Um, so I think yeah, just... Totally putting others uh, thinking of others feelings no matter what it is you're you're doing is there anything that i didn't ask you that you would like to discuss the only thing i didn't mention that is kind of a neat way that we've used the site is that a lot of times let's say especially for holidays we will book a site so that we've got something for say memorial day weekend but i use either the same alert which you can kind of reactivate or um or a new one to find a better site. So you don't just have to use it. Like you may already have a reservation at the campground you want to be at, but maybe there's five waterfront sites that you would love to be at. And so you can create an alert that checks those specific sites. And so that way, you know you have something, but if something better becomes available, you're going to get an alert so that you can kind of upgrade. Because mo most of these reservation sites will let you change without even having to pay a fee, just change the site that you're at. Yep. And then, so real quick, so the upgrades for Camper Alerts 2.0 are going to include what? Sure. So, so the the main focus, the initial focus of the second version is right now, if you go to the site, basically you can create an alert and uh, that's it, uh, which is great. 
but I want it to be more of a, an exploration. So you go to the site, you'll be able to go and search for a park, a forest, a campground, whatever it is, see, get details, more information, the address, how do you contact them? What are the hours, the amenities they offer, like the what kind of hookups, do they have a dump station, that kind of stuff. I want all of that information to be accessible on the site. And then from there, it will link to where you can make reservations. And of course, you can create an alert if you're not able to make a reservation. And then and then the two, we'll call it 2.5, will be adding in the filtering. So once I've got all of that information about the various amenities, being able to, when you create an alert, filter based on those. Uh, or create an alert, like you said, so that I only want sites that have an electric hookup or uh, that where the you know where the pad is at least thirty five feet long, whatever uh, it may be. And one final question: Sure, what is your favorite campground in Washington State? And if you got one in Oregon, I'll take that one too. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, the one in Oregon is the one we went to several times last year. It's just south of Mount Hood, uh, just south of Government Camp, and it is on Timothy Lake. There's actually three campgrounds there, and the two we've been to are Hoodview and Gone Creek. They have some great waterfront spots. Uh, it's great for kayaking. The lake itself doesn't allow any vehicle, any any vessel that goes over 10 miles per hour, so you're not dealing with waves from boats passing by. Uh, it's really calm and peaceful, and you have a great view of Mount Hood over the top of the lake. It's just gorgeous, and the the cleanest pit toilets I've ever seen in my life. Uh, the, the camp hosts there are amazing. Uh, Washington State, the the one we go to probably the most is Panther Creek, which is part of Gifford Pinchot National mm-hmm. Forest. Um, it's and it's just it's a nice, uh, fairly remote campground, but it's still close to the city of Carson in Washington, which has a great brewery with some delicious food. Uh, so we can feel like we're out of out in the middle of nowhere, but then also come in for lunch if we want to. Yeah, go and get a burger and a pint if necessary. Yeah. And then uh, a little for longer weekends, uh, we like Mount Rainier National Park. They have uh, a great Ohana Pakash is I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that is a wonderful campground up there uh, that we've been to several times. Well, Thomas, thank you so much for joining us here on RV Out West. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to chat with us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening. To help the show grow, please share with your RVing friends and family about this podcast. If you have an idea for a topic you'd like me to discuss, please contact me via rvoutwest.com. In our next main episode in two weeks, we will just be back from the Seattle RV Show. My son and I are heading down to Seattle to check out the trailers, fifth wheels, and motorhomes, and there are even a few tiny trailers that are on our list. We plan to chat with dealers and show visitors to really find out what the RV community is looking at in 2023. Now, get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon. Thanks so much for listening to RV Out West. Join us again in two weeks with our next episode. Please like and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you choose to get your podcast so you never miss an episode. And I sure would appreciate if you left a rating or a review of the show. Special thanks to Scott Holmes Music for providing the intro song, We Are One. RV Out West can be found on Instagram and Facebook where you can interact with us and follow along on our RV adventures around the Pacific Northwest. So get out there, explore, and go see what's beyond the horizon.